God bless you. Glad to have you a part of the Growing in Grace podcast. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Thank God for Deontay Lane. Yes, sir. And uh, glad that the Lord has blessed us to be able to come together to talk about uh, our purpose. Mm. And it's good to have a purpose, and it's good to live on purpose and, and know what your purpose is. Uh, and even as I think about purpose, I think about God's design for me, mm -hmm. uh, God's design for us, God's design for even the creation and how it looked like he had a purpose for everything. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and the way things work in the world and even the ecosystem and how, you know, God created the heavens and the earth and all that's here and, and just his design of everything. All right. All right. And uh, so I think about uh, his creation and then we being one of the one of the last things he created mm -hmm. to give us dominion over everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just acknowledge that God has a design for everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, he, and so I think that we ought to be considering his design for us and how we should live our lives in this present mm -hmm. evil world. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I definitely agree. Um, I feel like sometimes finding your way to what that purpose is sometimes can be challenging. Yeah. Um, but like you said, he definitely had a plan. He orchestrated everything to a certain T. You do this, you do this. Everything has a purpose for the greater good. Yes, yes, yes. And so um, I uh, begin to learn you and mm -hmm. I understand that uh, you've begun to come into your purpose. Yes, sir. Um, and um, one of the purposes you, you feel like you uh, were designed and created for is to be a husband and a father. You right. Think? Yes, sir. Uh, so yes. tell me a little bit about uh, your life uh, and where you are in life right now. Okay, so um, I'm married to my wife, Deja, um, three years, November 19th. Okay. Um, so we're kind of moving into a new season. We got a new baby girl on the way. She'll be here September 23rd. All right. Um, so it's definitely a new season, a learning experience, trying to figure out where to go, how to be a good dad, how to be great parents. Um, like you said, that purpose, we kind of shifting into another season of our life is shifting to another purpose, adding on to what we're already doing. So it's definitely going to be a great learning experience. Yes, yeah. yes. And and in life, you know, we do have these different seasons and mm -hmm. uh, God has us to go into different areas and, and, and have different and new opportunities. All right. Uh, but God has an overarching purpose for us. And and I understand you're a church man. You're, yes, sir. A, you believe yes, in sir. God and you're a godly man. Yes, sir. And uh, I think that that's really an overarching purpose for creation. Mm -hmm. uh, God created everything, I believe, to please himself. Oh, yeah. You know, and the whole duty of man, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, the whole duty of man is to fear God and to keep his commandments. All right. And, All right. and I think that when we don't do that thing, then a lot of those other purposes that God has for us don't line up. Either. Right, right. Do you agree with that? I definitely agree. Uh -huh. um, I think everybody kind of goes through that phase in life where it, when you grew up in church, you kind of wander off, maybe not for long, but you start to realize that everything that you thought was right is definitely not right. And that's because the first, like you said, the first purpose that we're given to following God and being obedient. If you're not following that purpose, nothing else matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and some of those other things that God designs us to do, we sometimes we live off of purpose because we're not living according to His purpose. Mm -hmm. And if we live according to His purpose, then He can reveal other things to All us. Right. You know, uh, are you are you a 
pastor? Are you a choir member? Mm. Are you a choir director? Are you a musician? Mm. Are you a uh, architect? Or are you a, right. uh, yeah. what are you? Right. What are you? And sometimes you don't know what you are, what your gifts and abilities mm. are. Uh, because, and sometimes people don't know that because they don't talk to God. Right. They don't seek God's uh, the, uh, purpose for their life or what he, his will is for their life. They don't seek that. Yeah. They just yeah. go after their own thinking. And like the Bible says in Proverbs, uh, it says, uh, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Mm. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. All right. All right. So I, I, I have a question at this point okay. for you. Um, you feel like you're living on purpose? I feel like I'm living on purpose. Um, I may not know necessarily what it is, mm-hmm. but I feel like, in the, especially within the last year of my life, it's been a lot of changes that I didn't expect. Um, moving to a new city, moving to a new house, uh, not really understanding why I'm doing it, mm-hmm. but knowing that God is leading me to do those things so like i don't know the overall purpose but i know that i'm following the purpose that he has uh-huh. Uh-huh. you feel like he's he's directing you right and, and, and you're just kind of moving, moving in there. way he said <laughs> yeah 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 and so uh, that's a wonderful thing I, I i think it's good when we can you know know learn and know what our purpose mm-hmm. is and uh, i think about i uh, think about moses uh what do you what do you know about moses Oh yeah, I know a lot. I grew up in church, so I know a lot. Yeah. About <laughs> yeah. So, so, what do you think about Moses in his situation? Um, you know, Moses was born mm. for an express purpose, right? And, and it looks like he didn't know what his purpose was at the mm. first. Um, and uh, so what can you tell me about Moses and and him learning and figuring out his purpose? Because I think that this story. Or the what the scripture says about Moses can actually help us some um, in in this season mm-hmm. that we're in, and as people listening to this conversation, uh, I think the the story of Moses and uh, uh, can help us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what can you tell us about? That? Um, I feel like that story is very relatable to to now, any time period. Honestly, um, you know, trying to find your way, feeling like you don't know where to go, feeling like you're wrong, or maybe it's just a I don't know, you know, some stories in the Bible are not relatable to yeah. but I feel like that's one of those stories where you watch somebody has, who has to listen to God and who has to kind of figure out his way solely based on what God is telling Yeah, yeah. And you, you think about it, too, um, and I know sometimes people feel bad mm-hmm. because they've come to a certain age yeah. and they still haven't, they don't feel like they're fulfilling their mm-hmm. purpose. Uh, but I think about Moses and how in the time when he was born, he was born to do a specific job, All right. uh, and that was to bring the children of, of Israel out of Egypt, out All from right. under bondage. Mm-hmm. And, and that, in fact, his name uh, has something to do with his purpose, uh, to, 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 to be a deliverer and to bring the people mm-hmm. out. Uh, he was born to do that job, but he didn't really start doing it until he was 80 right. years old. Right. Right. I I think that's kind of a thing. People feel like, well, I'm supposed to be doing this now. Uh Yeah. But if it's God has a plan, God has a timetable for everything. So just because it isn't that season for you to be doing what you know you're supposed to do, that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to do it. It doesn't mean that you're never going to do it. Yeah. It's just it's not the season for that. 
particular purpose right now. Exactly. It's not the season. It's not the time or the season sometimes. And, you know, so Moses was born to do this particular job. Mm -hmm. And he was reserved. Uh, the king was killing every the, the boy children at right. that time. And God preserved his life. And in preserving his life, he actually became uh, the, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. All right. And she yeah. had uh, Moses' mom to come nurse him, yeah. not knowing that that was Moses' <laughs> mom. All right. and, and really, he was nursed and brought up in the king's house. Mm. Uh, and his whole purpose was to bring the children of mm. Israel out of Egypt. All right. When he got to be about 40 years old, he saw an Egyptian uh, doing something against one of his brethren. Mm -hmm. Moses smote the Egyptian right. and tried to cover it up. And in doing so, it was found out that Moses had smote an Egyptian and Moses had to get away uh, from uh, Egypt for a while. Right. And for a while, mm -hmm. 40 years. Right. <laughs> and after 40 years, after Moses was 80, God, the Lord God appeared to Moses mm -hmm. and told him to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. All right. 80. 80 years. <laughs> he had that purpose from birth. Mm. But he didn't begin to fulfill that purpose until he was 80 years old. And I'm just saying that to say that some of us may uh, not know our full purpose, mm -hmm. don't know whether we're living on purpose or not. Uh, but the, the purpose that God has got you here for, God is able to reveal it in due time. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to fulfill it in due time. Right. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's kind of crazy think about everything that he went through to get to that point you know yes um in today's world like i said it's very relatable you how he just started out and was born his childhood you know, people who were adopted or foster care they can kind of relate a little bit to mm -hmm. his story so just because you start out bad doesn't mean it won't end good it's right so yeah it's exactly right um, in fact, the Bible says that all things, um, in Romans 8, 28, mm -hmm. all things work together right. for good to them that love the Lord right. and are called according to his purpose. And so there'll be some things that are happening in life that it'll look like it's for your destruction, but Definitely. actually it's for your good, Definitely. you know, and, and it's a benefit to you. Uh, even for Moses, you think about what he had to endure to, to live and to to, to, to be able to be preserved, to fulfill mm -hmm. his purpose. What was happening? The, the boy children were being killed that were a certain age. They, they were, and actually the midwives were told to kill all of the boy children. Right. And, right. and they, didn't, they didn't obey yeah. that. Right. They didn't obey that. In fact, God blessed them for not obeying right. what the king had told them to do um, because it was wrong and it was evil, but God preserved him and even that whole climate caused him to be raised in the environment that would help him to fulfill his purpose. All right. See, All right. and sometimes we have uh, experienced some things in our lives. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know the fullness of your life. I know what I've experienced in my life, in my childhood, and where I was brought up, mm -hmm. and uh, being brought up in a single-parent home myself. Uh, I believe that was part of the plan. Oh, yeah. It was part of the plan. Definitely. And, uh, and I can see some benefits to all of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I don't think I'll be who I am today if I hadn't went through some of the things I mm -hmm. went through. Um, and what do you think about that? Yeah, I, like you brought up in a single house, oh, parent household. Don't you see? Yeah. So, like, for me, growing up, my mom teaching me things 
the best way that she could, even if she didn't understand the manly type things, but she would try her best. So uh, 2016, she passed away. So for me, I was 20, about to turn 21. Ah. So it definitely shaped me and made me be the man that I am today. Yes. Without those experiences uh, of her instilling certain things into me, I definitely would not be where I am yeah. without those teachings, Yeah. without that environment of my family, my uncles, granddad, stepping in. All those different factors definitely play a part in where I am today. Wow. Wow. Man, I feel a a brotherhood with you uh, because I have a similar experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had some great people to step in and fill in those gaps. And, and, you know, my grandparents, uh, Mm -hmm. the the, the pastor of the church and just helping me to develop as a man. And then another thing is my mother passed away when I was in my early 20s as well. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I was just starting out in fatherhood and, mm-hmm. um, and my marriage and all like that and just kind of going forward in that arena. And like you said, you know, there were some things that my mother couldn't teach me. Mm-hmm. But I thank God that I was a part of the church and I was a part of my, where she kept us mm-hmm. in church. Oh, yeah. uh, and she kept us around good godly men that were able to speak some things into our lives, discipline, help discipline right. us yeah. uh, with knowledge and understanding. Yeah. Uh, not that everybody beat us, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, no. begin to show an exam- example and a pattern for how to be disciplined and how to live on purpose mm-hmm. and how to be a father and how to be a husband. Mm-hmm. And, and I see that you're you know, going down that path three years into marriage. Yes, and, and about to be a dad. And uh, some of the things that you've endured, uh, they perhaps have shaped your thinking about right. how to be a father, uh, how to be a husband to your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I can say uh, even for myself, uh, uh, some of the things that I, I saw as a child helped me to be the, fa- uh, the husband I am to my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I got 27 years in. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little, further down the road than you are. Uh, and my children are in their 20s mm. and, uh, and children in their 20s. And I got three little grandbabies, oh, man. Uh, three That's little great. grandbabies. Um, and I, I thank God for being in a position to where I can learn and begin to have a passion for being a husband mm. and a passion for being a father. Mm. And some of the things that uh, I saw it helped to develop that in me, uh, what, what my purpose was going to be. Yeah. That began to happen to me when I was a little boy. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can definitely agree. Like you said, having the role models, my granddad, my uncle, who was, who was a pastor by the time I was born, mm-hmm. having all these different men in my life who who were there for my mom when she couldn't do what I needed her to do for me. But yes. learning those values from them definitely shaped me. And learning those values from my mom on how to be a strong parent, not just a father or a mother, but just to be a good parent. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely things that I would instill in my own child, things that I learned from her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and so it's good to know your purpose. 
yeah. Uh, because when you know your purpose, you don't let people take you off the path. Mm -hmm. You don't let people take you off the path. And you don't go so far off the path until you, you know, lose your purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm glad to know what my purpose is. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm glad to know that my whole duty is to fear God and keep his commandments. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and you've got some different goals, some different things that you're supposed to do mm. versus what I'm supposed to All do. Right. But at the end of the day, we got a common goal. Oh, and definitely. that's to fear God definitely. and keep his commandments. Always. You know, no matter what you do, you got to fear God and keep his commandments. Oh, yeah. And no yeah. matter what I do, uh, I got to fear God and keep his commandments. Mm. And if we live in that purpose, actually, we begin to be connected in our purposes. Oh, you yeah. know, it's just like God has brought us together today. Right. <laughs> you know, he brought us together today. In fact, we've been brought together before, mm -hmm. you know, you as a musician and, yes, and coming and, and, and in the worship service and playing and, and then and, and, and helping to edify the body of Christ. And actually, we all supposed to be united and come into the purpose of God mm -hmm. and fulfill God's will for our life. But in doing so, we're supposed to work together and edify each other right. and build up each other Definitely. and be people that we can, where we can serve one another. Right. Um, so what do you think about that? Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like it's definitely important to find those people uh, around you, not just around you, but in different. Maybe they don't attend your local assembly. Maybe mm -hmm. they're part of another church or whatever you want to call it. But it's definitely important to kind of network and learn. Because you come into contact with people like you, come mm -hmm. into contact with people like DT who connect me and you. Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely important to kind of have those open eyes and open ears to realize when God is leading you to this way, when he's leading you that way, mm -hmm. who to connect with, who not to connect with. Right. Which I think is important. Some people don't understand. Some maybe Just because they're a good person, that not mean you need to connect to that particular person. Oh, wow. Y'all don't have the same come and go. Y'all don't have the purpose. He can't give you what God needs to give you. That's right. I think that's something I had to learn. Definitely yeah. had to learn. Yeah. And, and when you do have a purpose, you're exactly right. I like what you said and how, you know, you can't connect with everybody. Right. You can't hook up with everybody. Right. <laughs> you can't be on everybody's bandwagon. Right. You, you, there are some things when you know God's purpose for your life, uh, you have to come out from among some mm -hmm. people. And, and one scripture even says that, uh, come out from among them mm -hmm. <laughs> and be separate, said the Lord. And basically, you know, Part of your purpose is to be a light. Mm. So God's purpose is not for us to be part of the darkness, but right. to actually be part of the light. Mm. But light and darkness, they don't have fellowship with each other. Not at all. You know, so all. if you're going to be part of the light, you got to come out from the darkness. Mm. And so knowing that your purpose is to be part of the light, when you see darkness, you know, y'all are supposed to be, <laughs> yeah, you got to go opposite from that. You can't hook up with everything. Mm. And, uh, and I'm glad that the Lord, you know, began to reveal his purpose for my life at an early age. Mm -hmm. um, when I was about 14, he began to draw me out and pull me to my purpose, mm -hmm. uh, which is to serve God. All right. And, uh, and so I was about 14 when I began to come to God. Mm -hmm. But I started having some stuff in my head about drinking, <laughs> about, you know, smoking, yeah. uh, about Women, not just a, a woman, but women. Right. You know, plural. Yeah, definitely. That's the that's the age when everything starts coming together. Yeah. Even though you were in church all those years, when you hit those teenage years, 14, 15, 16, mm -hmm. you're at school, you're seeing stuff on TV that you didn't see when you were younger, yeah. you're hearing stuff that you didn't hear, so your mind starts to wonder. Yes. So I I, I can definitely feel you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You start thinking about, okay, uh, I don't know if you had this experience, uh, but 
Did you have that experience where, uh, you, in your mind, you can't wait to get out of mom's house so you can do your thing? <laughs> Definitely. I think every, every kid <laughs> at some point has that thought, whether it's a small inconvenience or a big argument. At some point, you had that thought. Yeah. Definitely had that thought yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah when I... When, when, I, I can't wait till I get grown because when I get grown, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And you just have your little list of list. stuff you're going to do. Right. And, but now here's the other thing. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's, that's who I am anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't know if you're the same and maybe somebody listening to me. I always had in the back of my head that I wanted to do some stuff, but I wanted to be saved. Mm. <laughs> did, did you have that kind of oh, mind yeah. too? Yeah. That that uh, you I know, want to experience what everybody else experiences, yeah. but still, you know, have the approval of my parents yeah. and those around me. Because my whole family was church, so it's like I can't really enjoy it, but I want to. Uh-huh. So it's like trying to keep those two separate. But at some point, they're definitely gonna collide. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, man, I, I'm gonna get out here. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna and but but. I'm just going to do it for a little while, and then I'm going to give my life to God because I want to be saved one day. And I just want to go so far and and enjoy the pleasures of sin Mm -hmm. for a season, I guess, and then come on into God and be saved. Uh, Because I did have in the back of my mind, I I looked like I kept that, that I want to be saved one day. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't ready to be saved at one point, but I wanted to be saved one One day. day. And, And I looked like I recognized that was a purpose for me. I needed to be saved. Uh, but I, I wasn't ready to be saved. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, but I thank God that he saved me when he did. Mm-hmm. Because I was just getting ready to get wild. <laughs> I, I, I had all these plans, you know, uh-huh. but I, I'm glad God's plan overtook me mm-hmm. and, and drew me on in. Yeah. Uh, what, what was your experience like? Well, I guess my experience is a little different. I never kind of had the chance to have that wild season because uh, after I graduated high school, you know, I was supposed to move away from college, but I kind of stayed home because my mom had got sick. She was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. So I decided to stay home. So it wasn't that, I'm, oh, I'm, now I'm out the house. I'm going to do what I want to do. It was, nah, I got to take care of my mom. She took care of me all these years. Yeah. Even though I thought when I graduated, I would move and just have this, oh, it's my life now. I get to do come in when I feel like coming in, do what I want to do, go where I want to go. I ain't got to tell nobody nothing, but that's not how it turned out. And I'm grateful because things could have went sideways real quick, exactly. which is what I've learned from people I've come in contact who, who went through that. It's like it went bad real quick. So I'm glad I didn't have to experience that. Mm-hmm. So like you said, those things that you feel like are the destruction are actually sometimes keeping you and preparing you for what's next in your life. Right, right, right. See, God's got a plan. Mm-hmm. Really, God's got a plan for our life. And... And sometimes he'll bring things into our lives and, and, and it'll look like it's bad. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think of Romans 8 and 28 again, where it says all things mm-hmm. work together uh, for good right. to them that love God yeah. and are called according to his purpose. So when I think of that, that's like you mentioned of how when it came time for you to get wild, yeah. God kept you. Right, right. <laughs> but... Uh, 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 a thing happened in your mom's life mm-hmm. and in your life that, that, that was, you know, somewhat tragic mm-hmm. and you felt right. bad about that. Right. And it was painful. Mm-hmm. It was painful. And 
but God was working to work. Yeah, God was working to work in your life. And and, and actually, God is awesome. He's actually, he was working to work in multiple ways, really. He was working to work in your mom's life as well as yours and Mm -hmm. maybe even some of the other people in your family. All right, I did, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see it? Oh, yeah, I can definitely see it. Especially with me and my sister. uh, We were always close because it was just us in the house. But during those years, during those times, even now, like, the closeness that we developed is on a different level because we had to go through those trials together. You know, it it equipped us. It taught us different things Mm -hmm. that we didn't know we needed to be taught. You know what I'm saying? Things we went through that we never thought we would go through at such a young age. Right. So, yeah, I can definitely see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, how, how about your relationship with God? Did it, oh, did yeah. it, definitely how did, that, was how did it impact your relationship with God? You know, at that moment, like you thinking of Romans 28, 8 and 28, mm-hmm. all things work together. But in that moment, you're not thinking it's working together for my good. You're thinking my world is falling apart. God turned his back. God don't love. It. So you definitely go through that season of wondering, so what's my purpose? Why is God real? Is he, why is he causing this? Why is he allowing this? But you have to keep that prayer life, keep those people around you who can speak into you yeah. positive and reassure you that there is a reason for it all. If it doesn't work out the way that you're, you think it's supposed to work out, mm-hmm. it's definitely a plan. So yeah. my relationship with God during that time, and even after the time she passed, was definitely tested mm-hmm. and wavered. And I, I wavered a little bit, but never left. Yeah. But it was definitely hard. Yeah. yeah. Hard to keep that relationship, hard to keep that faith in them. Um, but here we are today. Yeah. So, yeah. And do you uh, feel like you're strong in your faith now? So, yeah, there was oh, a time where you kind of wavered a little bit. It kind of forced me to get my faith level up. There you it go. Forced me to. There you go. There you go. And so God, he's he's working the thing. He's working the work in our lives. And and I, I appreciate God's sovereignty and God's foresight for my life and, mm-hmm. and for our lives, really. And we ought to really trust God more oh, yeah. uh, and recognize he has a plan. All right. He has a plan and he has a purpose even for the sorrow, even for the hurt, mm-hmm. even for the pain. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll share this uh, with you. Uh, when my mother uh, passed away, uh, I felt real bad about that. Mm. Uh, and she went through a lot of suffering and pain uh, in her life, mm. uh, relationship-wise, and then she, her health began to fail. Mm. And, and at the point where all these things happened, I had never uh, come to the position in my life where I could repay my mom mm. for all of right. the trouble I had put mm. her through because... Ultimately, I was the worst kid. <laughs> I was. I was the worst child. I, I gave her the I, I gave her the most problems. Mm-hmm. And and after I turned around, you know, you start to want to do things to make up for mm-hmm. the sorrow and the pain that you may have caused. And I never had come to the position to where I could really bless my mom. All right. If you understand yeah, what I'm saying. Because yeah. I think as a kid, you all you always have that dream of when I get older. Yeah. I'm going to buy my mom a house. I'm uh-huh. going to give her this. I'm going to make sure she's taken care of. She ain't got to work no more. Uh-huh. But when you, that dream is kind of taken away from you, uh-huh. you, yeah, it's hard. It's yeah. a hard pill to swallow because you had all these dreams set. You had all these goals set that involved your mom or your parent or whoever it was in your life. And then, and the, like that is gone. Yeah, yeah. 
And I, and I wanted to, you know, make her life more pleasant right. and uh, easier so she could have a, you know, more, you know, a more a season of, of more joy right. and more, more of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was my thinking. Mm -hmm. But God's thinking was different. And he, he actually eventually revealed it to me that he had a different plan mm -hmm. for the whole thing. And I began to see what God was doing. Uh, one of the things that happened before my mom passed away was uh, she had um, fell out one day at, at work. Mm -hmm. She had congestive heart failure, and she had she was kind of hard headed, mm -hmm. and she didn't she wasn't supposed to be climbing the stairs and <laughs> run. But she had all her she she had she carried these heavy pocketbooks and heavy <laughs> stuff, and she climbed the stairs. And by the time she got to the, the, her floor and got to where she was supposed to be on her job, she fell out. Mm -hmm. and, and they took her to the hospital, I met her there, and as we were going into the ER, well, yeah, the emergency room, as we were going back, I met her there and as we were going back, this man had passed away. Mm -hmm. And this man that had passed away, they hadn't even covered this man up. You know how when they oh, pass man. away in the hospital, yeah. they usually would put a sheet up. over yeah. him. He was just laying there, passed, deceased, mm -hmm. just openly deceased. My yeah. mom, as we were going back to the room, she, she looked over at this gentleman and she said, you know, speaking to me, you know, she said that would bother some people. That would bother some people. She mm -hmm. says, but that doesn't bother me. Basically, she was telling me death doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. She says, I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready. Basically, let me know I'm okay. Mm -hmm. that, if that happens to me, I'm okay with that. And what was revealed to me is that the pain, the suffering, the things that she endured during her lifetime, even me giving her trouble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> God was doing the work to prepare her to be able to say that to me that day. All right. You, you kind of see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It, it was a purpose behind all of that to get her to that day mm -hmm. to where she could say, I'm you know ready. what, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. And not too long after that, um, she said good morning to my wife. As she was, my wife was picking up my baby daughter, she said good morning to my wife. And she just was going like that. Good morning. And she was gone like that. Mm. God had a plan for all, even the suffering, even the suffering of our lives. Mm -hmm. God has a plan. Definitely. Do you do you see that? Yes. I. It's crazy because everybody, when she passed, everybody asked how I was dealing with it and how I was doing. But I had had a conversation earlier that week with my wife, who wasn't my wife at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, I think I'm okay if she chooses to not fight anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm okay if God decides to take her home. So when it happened later that week, everybody was like, why aren't you crying? Are you okay? I was like, I've already dealt with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of prepared myself, not thinking that it would actually happen, but just having that conversation with God, having that conversation with my wife at the time, it was, it was definitely easier mm -hmm. when I got the call or the text to come home now. Mm -hmm. And to walk in, and to, it was definitely easier on my heart and my mind. Yes, to understand that I had already accepted it. Yes, I was yeah. okay with it. Yeah. Yes, you know, and God has His own plans. Definitely, God has sometimes plans beyond our plans. We mm -hmm. think we're gonna go one way. Right. God has another plan. Right, and and I I thank God for His plans and and His purposes. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, all things work together for good. Mm -hmm. But everything ain't good. All right. Everything Definitely. ain't good. Everything ain't good. Everything don't feel good. Oh. Uh, but when you put it together, it, there, 
you begin to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a musician. I, I shift a little bit. You're a musician too, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yes, you play the drums, right? Yes, sir. Um, you, what else you play? Uh, a little bit of keys. Play a little, a little bit, bit of keys. keys. Just a little bit. A little bit of keys. Yes, sir. Um, does every note sound right? Definitely not. Does every note sound good? When put together right, yes. When you put it together, but sometimes you have a flat or a sharp right. or something that's just a little, uh, but you have a suspended or augmented mm-hmm. chord. Right. Now, when you just play that augmented or that suspended chord, and you just leave it out there by itself, sometimes yeah. by itself it don't sound. But uh-huh. what you follow it up with and what you have mm-hmm. all around it can sound good, definitely. right? Yeah, definitely agree. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of like that analogy. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. You can play a chord that randomly sounds horrible. Yes. But placement, maybe you put it as a passion chord or in jazz, maybe a different scale that within the song, it makes sense. But by itself, it yeah. just sounds like, what are you playing, bro? What you doing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. It's sometimes, even when you make a mistake, you make a mistake and say, ooh, then you, then the, the chord you play behind that. It, All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'll it, it almost be like. You know you made a mistake, <laughs> but your audience won't even know yeah, it. Because you definitely got to come back from it. You can't <laughs> let everybody know you messed up. You got to play something that makes sense. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You can follow up that 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 note that is off, mm-hmm. but then the, what you play behind it, <laughs> right. it makes it sound like you did it on purpose. Right. Uh, and 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 I'm somewhat of a musician too. You oh, know? Yeah, I I'm not that. like Definitely. you, but <laughs> <laughs> or, or like DT or some of these greater musicians that you know, like my teacher, uh, brother Lawson, brother Bobby Lawson, uh, Junior. Um, you know, but uh, but I, I do have an affection for mm. it, and and I, I like to play. I still like to play now, oh, yeah. even though I'm pastoring. And I think that uh, that's really my purpose. My, mm. I believe my purpose is to pastor, feed the flock of God, and. And, and, and take care of God's people. Mm-hmm. I believe that's my real purpose. Um, and, and, and I just want to say that uh, in looking at Romans 8 and 28, all things oh. work together. And yes, sometimes sir. in life, uh, as we strive to live out our purpose, we'll isolate incidents mm-hmm. and, and look at a bad thing and just mm-hmm. try to just focus on that thing. Right. But that's not God's plan or design. Right. You know, you you got to put it together. Mm. Put it together. Put it together. It's hard in that moment to put it together. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel in that moment, mm-hmm. which is what I had. I struggled. I was like, I didn't see an outcome. Mm-hmm. All I saw was what was happening right in front of me. And the world was coming down. Yeah. So at the end, of course, you go back and look and say, well, that made sense. This had to happen for this to happen. <laughs> but when it's happening... It's hard yeah. to see past that. Yes, sir. It's hard. To yes, sir. That. You know, like uh, the, uh, there's a saying that you understand it better by and by. Yeah. The scripture don't say that, but mm-hmm. there, there's a saying that you you understand it yeah. better by and by, and and there's some there's some truth to that. Mm-hmm. In Definitely. that, you know, sometimes when you begin to look back, then you can see it's just like Moses. See now, as Moses was living his life. Parts of his life didn't make any sense to him. But now, yeah. now we can re- read the whole story of Moses yeah. and, and, and it say, yeah, man. Yeah, this had to happen, <laughs> Moses. But at the time of, that Moses was living it, Moses probably couldn't see it or understand it. Right. But as we look back and read the whole book of Exodus. <laughs> because we know the end outcome. Yeah. You had to go through that. You had to go through that. Yeah. You had to go through Not that. Not knowing the end outcome definitely will have your mind 
all over the place. Yes. You yes. don't see a purpose. You don't see God. All you see is, but here we are. Yeah. Where we go from here. Yes. But like you said, knowing that end game and looking back, it definitely will all make sense. Yeah. That was a part of my purpose. I had to live that to get to my purpose. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Dude, what would you say your purpose is now? To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm shifting, so I don't know my overall purpose right now. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a new season of being a father. I know that's a new purpose. Yes. But that's not my, of course, big overall purpose. I feel like that's going to take up a great per- portion of what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but like I said, recently I moved to Dallas, Georgia. Yeah. Started a new church, new people, new city. Um, don't know why exactly I'm there yet, but yeah. I can definitely tell the growth in my spiritual life since I've been there. Yes. Um, I, I can tell the growth between me and my wife, oh, yeah. being prepared, get a father, meeting new people who have poured into me uh, more within the last couple of months than people I've known my whole life. Yes. Just like yesterday, I had lunch with one of the other musicians. Mm-hmm. at the church and at the end of the lunch he blessed me with this huge gift i was like why bro he's like just a blessing man i know you like it mm-hmm. so like i don't know what the purpose of me being there but i know it is a purpose mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see and learn why i'm in this place well let me ask you a question can you have can you have a purpose that you fulfill before you pass away and then god give you another purpose can can that happen do you think that that could happen? I feel like it. I feel like that's a possibility. Say again. I feel like that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I share something with you. Uh, I feel like I have fulfilled some purposes, mm-hmm. and then some more purposes have been opened up to to me. That mm-hmm. okay, you fulfill that purpose. You had a purpose to do that. Right. And and but now you have another purpose. And right. God, give me another assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because really, uh, purpose is the reason why something exists, or the reason why something was created. Mm-hmm. That's that's really the definition of a purpose. Right. Why is it even in existence, and right. why is it there? And, and I believe that um, in in a season of my life, God had me to move to a new city, mm-hmm. uh, move away from my family and friends, and move to a new city without a home, without a church established mm-hmm. uh, really nothing there but I believe God wanted me to move there when nothing was and to create something there mm-hmm. yeah. and God allowed me to do that mm-hmm. God allowed me to move to this new city without a house without a job <laughs> without family yeah. without a congregation uh, and and begin to uh, build a church mm-hmm. and to establish a church mm-hmm. in, in Chattanooga and as I moved there, I began to walk in the faith that God had given me and the, the vision that he had given me. I just began to walk in that. Mm-hmm. And, and a few years ago, uh, I began to think about some other things to do and to go some different places. But uh, the, the church came together mm-hmm. and they called me back to the home church. <laughs> uh, and so I, I had to come back to the uh, city that I was born in. And, and they wanted me to come back to this location here at Lucas Temple and pastor. Mm. And in doing so, they told me they wanted me to move. <laughs> but I was comfortable. 
I had gotten comfortable mm. in my new spot and I had gotten me a new job and it was it was a good job. Mm. Uh, and my family was developing there and all of that church was growing and and had actually bought some new land <laughs> to do some expansions. Right. And, and I was thinking to even go further into Nashville and and I, I, you know, sometimes right. you don't even yeah. have these yeah, goals and dreams that you begin to have. And evidently, God had a different plan. Mm. God had a different plan. And uh, I, I, I can kind of feel you with this same story. I was in Stockbridge originally before mm-hmm. we moved. So me and my wife had all these plans of we're going to build a house here or buy a house here. We had started the process of looking to buy a house in Stockbridge. We've done an area. Then out of the blue, it was like, no, you're moving to Dallas. And we're like, what's in Dallas? We don't know anybody there. Yes, we're going to church there now, but why we got to move to Dallas? We don't know nobody there. We don't know no houses. Like, So I could definitely feel we had a plan. We had a whole thing built and planned out for the next few years of our life. Now, all, all the planning, it wasn't his plan. So It wasn't his plan. Yeah. It perhaps wasn't his purpose for you at that Definitely. time. And Definitely. and and the Dallas move, did it fall in place? Did the did the pieces fall in place for oh, Dallas? Definitely. definitely. Yeah, it definitely did. It, even when it didn't look like it was gonna happen or it didn't go how we wanted to go, it ended up making a lot of sense where we ended up, how we got there, the date that we moved. It was how it all happened is crazy, but it made sense once now that I look back. Yeah. It couldn't happen any other way. Yeah, and, and and I also think about how you know we were speaking about our lives. We spoke a little bit about Moses and 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 really how all things work together for good to them that mm-hmm. love God according to, that are called according to His purpose. Uh, it, it all works together. And I think of Jesus, uh, another uh, well, who is the great right. example. Right. He's the great example. He's the chief example, and how he came into the world with a purpose, save his people from their sins. He had that purpose. And the thing about that purpose is he stayed on that purpose. And even though he was born to do that job, Mm -hmm. to save his people from that sin, according to the scripture, it looked like he didn't start his ministry until he was about 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And then even at that, he didn't even minister all that long he began to get his apostles, his disciples, mm-hmm. train, teach. Yeah. It looked like he just stayed on his purpose. Uh, when they wanted to do certain things, uh, when they wanted to uh, have him stay in a certain place, he said, well, I wouldn't, I, I, I got to go into other cities. Right, right. You know, he tried to stay on his purpose. Right. And he did. And, and even when uh, they wanted to kill him before time, he escaped out of their <laughs> presence because it wasn't the time. time. Right. It wasn't the time. Right. He kept his focus and his purpose in mind. And, and then at the right time, uh, at the right season, he was crucified. Right. And, and he came to die. And even when Pilate was questioning him, uh, he and Pilate asked him certain questions and Jesus let him know and he came to bear witness to the truth. And that was his purpose. Right. See, and so, and he came to die. And so when it came time for that, he went to the cross. Mm-hmm. But when he was getting ready to go to the cross, he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Right. And he said, Father, <laughs> if it be possible, move this bitter cup. If, 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 if there's another way, some kind of way, 
Because my flesh is in agony. Right. And my flesh, ooh, is exceeding sorrow. Mm-hmm. He prayed that prayer. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think of that. He said, nonetheless, right. not my will, but your thy, will. thy will be done. But, but in that, do you think it was easier for him to bear that because he knew the end game? Think so? I, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that. He had a purpose. Right. And he knew his purpose. And in so, you know, that flesh had to go through that suffering. Mm-hmm. That flesh had to go through that death. That flesh had to shed his blood. Right. Uh, and so that's that, that fleshly part of him. Mm-hmm. But then that spiritual part of him knew the, the end. Yeah. Knew yeah. the whole wholeness of it. So, again, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Well, how do we get to the resurrection without the no. death? Right. How do we get there? How do we get through that triumph of resurrection, yeah. power over death, hell, the grave? How do we get there mm-hmm. without going through death? Right. Without going through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. And, and I'm saying that, you know, yes, Jesus had to do that. And he's our great example. But I think that we need to think about that, too. Mm. Sometimes it ain't going to be pleasant. Sometimes it's not going to be pretty. And we're going to have to go through some bad times to get to the good times. And I think we just want to go straight to the good times. I mean, nobody nobody (laughs) wants to go through hardships, man. And I mean, it's it's, it's a natural feeling. Why go through this when I can just take the easy route? Yeah. Or you feel like what's the or what you feel like is the easy route. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but like you said, you have to go through things to build you and to prepare you for your purpose, even when you don't want to go through it. Yeah. But and you don't even know the end game sometimes. Yeah. But you still have to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I will share this or say this about our situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even you saying that right now you may not know your I'm going to interpret, and then you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think what you're saying is you don't know this, the purpose for this season. Mm. But I think you do know the purpose for your whole life. Mm. The, the, the overarching purpose for your life is to fear God and keep his commandments. Right, right. What I'm saying is you know that. Right, right. But I think what you're maybe not sure of or, or fully aware of, but what's the purpose for this season? Right, because... Like I said earlier, there are different, different seasons yes. of your life where you're supposed to do this, mm-hmm. where you're focused on this. But in this season of my life, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be focused on, what yes. I'm supposed to be doing to build a kingdom or where, who am I supposed to be influencing. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be anything deep, yeah. you know, sometimes. But it's just certain, you're going to hit certain seasons where you don't know why you're here. Mm-hmm. But you know you're here for something. Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and God has refocused you, mm-hmm. and which God has done that for me, you know, where, like I was saying before, how, yes, I was in Tennessee, but then he refocused me and said, hey, come oh, come back here, and, and, and now I have a, a, a different focus mm-hmm. and a different mindset, and, you know, and God is refocusing me, yes, and, um, and, and now I feel like I know f- completely that the reason I was born is to do this work. Mm-hmm. That was a time I didn't know that. All right. I didn't know that. I had a hint. (laughs) I had a hint, but now I know, Mm -hmm. okay, this is why. Mm -hmm. This is why. And when you know your purpose, that helps you to know what not to do and Mm -hmm. what to do. 
That's, it helps you to know what to say no to and what to say yes right. to. Right. Yeah. You, you agree with me yeah, on that? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it, even in the past, uh, before I got to this season of my life, um, I knew where I needed to go. I knew where I didn't need to go. I knew who I needed to connect with. Um, even if I connected with somebody I wasn't supposed to connect with, I was able to sense that, able to figure that out. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 So I, I again, I, I go back to Jesus that he, he knew. Mm-hmm. And so by him knowing, sometimes he knew where to go. Mm-hmm. You know, according to the scriptures, he would go certain places trying to fulfill his purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like he had a timetable. Right. Looked like he knew the clock. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like he knew the clock. And sometimes we don't know our timetable. Not at and, all. And, but he knew, it looked like he knew his clock and he knew his mm-hmm. timetable. Like he told him sometimes, my time is not yet come. Mm-hmm. My time is not yet right. come. You know, and, and, and so he, he, he dealt with time and, and he knew his purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and at a certain time, he knew. Hey, you know, hey, y'all, brother, go prepare the Passover. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good. It's time to eat the Passover. You know what I'm saying? The last supper. Right, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he knew it. He knew it. He, and in fact, he was in agony, anticipating mm-hmm. what was to come. Yeah. And and so when it when the time came, he knew he had to go to the cross. Mm-hmm. He prayed about it. You know, he 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 had those tears coming down, and he had the great sweat coming down, mm-hmm. and the, the agony he had. Yeah. But time came, and then he fulfilled his purpose. Yeah. And in doing so, we all benefit from the purpose of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. We benefit from that. And, 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 and I think of a, a scripture in uh, 1 John 3 and 8 uh, says that, uh, 1 John 3 and 8 says, He that committed sin is of the devil, but the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And, and, and that's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. He knew his purpose. And his purpose was to destroy the works of the devil. Right. And because he knew his purpose and because he stayed on purpose, now we have an opportunity to become the sons of God yeah. and get the work of the devil destroyed out of our lives. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And I, I just read this a little bit further. And it says, 1 John 3 and 9, it says, Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. And I just think about how we are able to become his children because he knew his purpose. And I think about this for us today. Because Jesus was able to stay focused on his purpose. What would it look like that one man stayed focused on his purpose? Now he's benefited all of us. Yeah. He's, benefited, he's benefited the Lane family. Yeah. He's benefited the Jeffries family. You know, he's benefited so many families of the world because he stayed on purpose. Right. Moses, we thought about and talked about Moses. Look at how many people Moses has benefited. And even how we're able to look back at his life and take an example from mm-hmm. that. What does it look like for us if we can stay focused, if we can stay on purpose and really look at the overarching purpose that God has put in our life mm-hmm. and we fulfill his purpose for our life? Think about the generations, you know, like you got a generation in you. Mm. Yes, sir. Your son or daughter. I don't even know. Do you know yet? Do you know yet? It's a girl. A little girl. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. so your girl, your, 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 your little girl that's coming forth. 
you know, what you can pour into your, your daughter's life if you can just stay on your point, stay on focus, stay on the overarching purpose. Right. And there's the fear God, keep his commandments. Fear God, keep his commandments. Mm -hmm. The whole duty of man is to fear God, keep his commandments. All right. And if we can stay on purpose, I believe God will bless our lives and our generations can be blessed beyond us. Definitely. And even beyond our life, people can speak about what we did and what our contribution was mm -hmm. in this world. Yes, sir. You agree with that? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yes, sir. That's a lot to think about. Yeah. I think about you can, you can affect the world hundreds of years from now. Yes. Just based off keeping focus and keeping your purpose. Keeping your purpose. Yeah. And I, I would like to say to, to you, uh, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, yes, with me, you. Too. me too. Uh, Deontay Lane. Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. And, I'm looking for great things from you. Mm -hmm. And I would I enjoyed this conversation and I'd like to hear more about your life, you know, as time goes on and mm -hmm. you know, as you discover as God revealed to you, because God has a time. Mm -hmm. God does have a time. He has a place and he has a season where he will let you know specifically and exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Definitely. And uh, you're looking forward to that, aren't you? Definitely. You're anticipating that. Yes. You're definitely. seeking that, right? I am. <laughs> and you know yes. what the Bible says, seek and you shall find. Yes. And so I would say to our audience, and uh, you know, seek your purpose. Try to find out. Yes, the whole duty of man is to fear God, keep his commandments. But God has an assignment for you, and God has a plan for your life. Just like he did with Moses, Jesus had a, a specific purpose, and God has one for you. So seek it out. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. And let's look forward to what God has for you and us. Because I believe that when you know your purpose, your purpose can bless our purpose. Yes, because we are connected. All right. You agree with that? Oh, yeah. In fact, from this conversation, I have some things I want to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can definitely make <laughs> that happen. Because I think that some things, some talents in you can be a blessing to some things that I have a need for. Okay. And so okay. we can help and edify one another because we are supposed to be the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And we're members in particular. So let's know our purpose. Let's learn our purpose. Let's learn our part in All the right. body so that we can edify God's people. May the Lord bless you. May heaven smile upon you. And may God bless the Lane family. <laughs> Thanks, sir. <laughs>